Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sundays, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Lots of news to get into here today on a Thursday. No Dave Meltzer today. He is in Los Angeles doing some filming, and so he'll be back very, very soon. But the new edition of The Observer is online right now if you're a subscriber and you want to go check that out. So head up there, WrestlingObserver.com, and check that out. A lot of news today, including the untimely death of Otto Wands. He was 74 years old, but passed away a short but heavy illness. This from WrestlingObserver.com. Wands, a powerhouse at 6'2 and 380 pounds, would be best known in the U.S. for his run as AWA champion in 1982. He'd been champion of his own catch wrestling association, largely unknown outside of Germany and Austria. He defeated Nick Bockwinkel for the title on August 29, 1982 in St. Paul in a match that caused lingering hard feelings between Bockwinkel and longtime manager Bobby Heenan because Bockwinkel never told Heenan that the title was changing hands ahead of time. Wands had come to the AWA after a big push, basically purchased a short run with the championship as a way to promote himself in his native land. He went to the U.S. and captured the world title. Backlin reg- or Bockwinkle regained the title October 9, 1982. Title win did add his prestige where he promoted, as he promoted that he was the only Austrian to ever win an American world title at a time when titles were taken more seriously than they are today. Started out as a boxer, Known for running tournaments around the year. Major show in Bremen every December. We'd bring in a major international star to challenge him for his world title. Andre the Giant, among his more famous opponents, billed as the only man ever to body slam both Andre and Yokozuna, who Otto wrestled before he became a big star in WWE. So there's so much to talk about with Otto Wands. We're going to get Lance Storm on the show at some point down the road to talk about it. And Dave Meltzer as well. Today we'll have time for more news, lots of phone calls, emails, text messages. I'll throw all that information out after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. 
This is an important announcement. If you're between 50 and 85 and worried about your loved ones, you can still get affordable life insurance for peace of mind. My life insurance coverage is guaranteed, and I was not required to get a medical exam. I had high blood pressure and diabetes, and I got my coverage with one telephone call. No exam necessary. I'm a smoker, and I wanted to take care of my family. I called to get my life insurance and my affairs in order. I wanted to do the right thing. Call Final Expense No Exam Insurance. Your rates are guaranteed and will never increase. I called and learned that this insurance cannot be canceled, even if you get sick or gain weight. And there are no restrictions on how my beneficiaries use the money when I'm gone. Don't wait until it's too late. Call now and get peace of mind for you and your family. Call 800-935-2177. are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. If you want to give us a call here today, toll free, 844-411-5411. Studio line, it's toll free, 844-411-5411. Text messages, 425-780-7566. We'll take your calls after the break. Auto Wands. Actually, we'll take your calls anytime. There's already people here on the line. Auto Wands, we can talk about that. Ratings, the Vince McMahon deal. If you've not gotten everything off your chest about the Vince McMahon angle, welcome to call in about that today. I got a huge article here by Marcus Groneman about Auto Wands, who passed away a short but heavy illness. Don't really know what that means, but. He had just, I believe, promoted a strongman contest or something like that like a week ago. So I guess it was a Austrian strongman contest. He was there. So I guess we find out more about what happened. We'll tell you about it here on the show. Adewans had a gimmick where he would tear apart phone books. And apparently it was a situation where See if I can find the deal that he wrote about this. It actually became kind of a big thing. Wands was famous in the mainstream in Austria and Germany for ripping apart phone books. He started in 1982, was featured three times in the Guinness Book of World Records after ripping through 20 phone books. The Vienna edition, about two inches thick, in 30, uh, 30.12 seconds. His original record, I believe 48 seconds. He also appeared in Las Vegas for a month where, I guess, every single day, for $600 a day, he would do the phone book trick. And he often was featured on mainstream television programs, tearing up the phone books. But over time, he was annoyed by people constantly wanting him to rip apart phone books. He would be at restaurants. He would be at events. People would show up with phone books. And he was even asked by the Minister for Mail and Telephones to start a public campaign against people ripping phone books in public phone booths. So apparently it became a problem, but then unfortunately later he was in a pretty serious motorcycle accident and I guess tore all of the ligaments in his right hand. This was 2002, and that was the end of his phone book ripping career. So obviously best known for wrestling, as Dave noted, AWA champion in a match where I guess Nick Bockwinkle did not tell Bobby Heenan he was going to lose the title. And Bobby Heenan was very upset about that, that he was not filled in by his good friend Nick Bockwinkle. And then went back to Germany and lived off the fame of being, I guess, the first Austrian to win an American World Heavyweight title. So that's the story of Otto Wands. We'll talk more about him in the coming weeks. But very, very big name in pro wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. And may have been the first European. I think he was the first European of modern times to have a quote-unquote world heavyweight championship. I don't think Billy Robinson ever held it in the AWA. WWE didn't have one with Buddy Rogers and Bruno. I guess technically Bruno was born in Italy, so maybe that doesn't count. But uh, the National Wrestling Alliance, with with Fez dominating, uh, didn't have one either. So he can have that distinction. And even though the title reign was looked at as laughable here in the United States and blown off uh, even back in, in more K-fabulous days. Uh, it was blown off as just a, a purchased rain. 
I'm sure it did go far for him over in Austria. And the Catch Wrestling Association is a name that American fans would realize and as being synonymous with European wrestling because that was the name we would all know. That's the name we would all see and read and hear. Former AWA champion Otto Wanza's promotion, you know, written up in the the after and Weston magazines and all that sort of stuff. So it's where a lot of Americans would go over and work as well, too. There was the case of lethal Larry Cameron who passed away in the ring over there, which you'll probably read a lot about since it was a sensational story, but there are plenty of guys, including Vader amongst many, many others, as you mentioned, Lance storm that went over and got experience working for auto ones over there and working tours in Germany and Australia and all that sort of stuff. So while that AWA is AWA Rain is laughable on the surface, as probably Giant Baba's uh, National Wrestling Alliance title reigns are for a lot of people. What those reigns did uh, for the guys personally and professionally over in their home countries is a lot different. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's going on? Hello. Hi. You're on the air. What's up? Baltimore. All right. What's going on? I just wanted to call in and talk about uh, Dolph Ziggler's identity crisis on SmackDown. Yes. Um, I'm really skeptical that he'll be able to pull off anything that's uh, actually worth all this you know, build-up. This guy has had a really stale moveset and presentation for the past couple of years, and it, I, I really missed the time when he had AJ and Biggie Langston in his entourage because at least you know, he was kind of the main uh, attraction to that. There was hope then. Man, if that guy hears that you think he had a stale move set, he's going to be furious. It's <laughs> bounce even higher now. Come on. No one can do the moves this guy does in the ring. Did you listen to him? Moves with a Z. It, 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 it's, a, it's a lot like Billy Gunn on Fast Forward, unfortunately, except he doesn't do the jackhammer. Oh, my God. That's like the worst thing I've ever that, – that, that's the most – if I were Dolph Ziggler, I'd retire if someone told me that. You're like Dang. Billy Gunn in Fast Forward. It's terrible. Yeah, he tries to be, you know, Shawn Michaels, but he really comes off as Billy Gunn. Yeah, well, Billy Gunn tried that, too. I want to thank you very much for the call. People are well, enthralled by this Billy, I'm sorry, Dolph Ziggler, this new gimmick here. I'm stunned. He, he is a cartoon of himself now, so, um, well, hey, uh, again, this how this, I wonder if they'll break out entrances from the past. Will he do a brood entrance they did. or something he like already that? Did, he already did the Warrior. Well, I get Yeah, you're right. You're right. He did do the Warrior, so there was that one. But I was wondering if he was going to get more elaborate, like, you know, the old 619 Rey Mysterio entrance where he comes darting out of the floor or something like that, or if we're just going to have Dolph do the pedestrian ones and then get beat up by Bobby Roode. This is ending with him getting beaten up by Bobby Roode, right? This is the whole deal with entrances and such. I have no idea. I don't even know where Bobby Roode's been lately. He hasn't been on the show in, like, two weeks now. He's vanished. Yep. Making power moves, I guess, here. Businessman Bobby Roode. If you want to give us a call, 844-411-5411. Text messages, 425-780-7566. To the phones, you're on the air. What's going on? Hey, it's Sammy from New Jersey. Yes, Sammy. Let me uh, guess, the Vince say, McMahon headbutt. I know what you're calling about. Of course. I was going to first say that I'm certain Dasha was trolling you the other day, but... Um, it was amazing. I was... Watching the headbutt and listening to Dave talk about cutting yourself last night, kind of look at the way it was bleeding. I'm pretty certain he took like a pin and pricked his head ahead of time because, you know, my first pro match, like everyone talks about how adrenaline, nothing hurts. It was a bring your own weapons match. I got hit in the head with a chair. It hurt like hell. I got thrown a frying pan in the back of my head. It hurt like hell. And I got hit later in the night with a chair shot from Axel Rod. It all hurt like hell. And I didn't bleed as much as he did. First and match he in. Cut himself. They, I, 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 you know, we weren't allowed to bleed back then, so I didn't have blood. We had was hard ways, and I did not bleed as much as Vince McMahon. And even if he prepped himself ahead of time, he did not need to lay it in like that. Like you just did you, tap the head if you're going to cut yourself. Did you take the aspirin or the blood thinner or whatever before you got whacked in the head in that match? Shots of vodka. I have never in my career planned to uh, bleed. So. Oh well, that's uh, no. the problem. I. Sure, Vince was planning yeah. on bleeding that night. Right. Like, Vince didn't take aspirin. He just bled normal. But he clearly, like, took, like, a pin and, like, pricked his head over and over again to create the holes in his head. If you look at how it bleeds, then it's still stupid, if you ask yeah. me. I, I know what you're saying, Sammy. 
sorry, but I know what you're saying, Steve, but I have a feeling that whatever new skin or whatever was put over top of that, if that's what they did, you kind of see it kind of bubble up. I know what you're saying about the pinholes. I have a feeling it's just how the connection landed and that blood started to actually come out of that cut. You know what I mean? Where it actually, you know, whatever was covering it, that's when you saw, you know, hit the surface of that and then start coming out. I don't know if it was pinholes. Listen, just to make this clear for everybody, there's no... There's no guarantee that he did any sort of gimmick to his head. That's true. Like, the Observer, Dave, I've been hearing this all day long. Dave did not say in the Observer that this is what he did. Dave said, I don't know what happened, but from talking to people, this is the theory. Now, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. But if you go to my Twitter right now, at Brian Alvarez, watch this headbutt in slow motion. Why are we even talking about pre-blading? Watch the headbutt in slow motion. Back in a moment, Wrestling Observer Live. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car? But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand-name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand-name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone. It's just a few days. So if you have knee pain, back pain, and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days, or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We are back here on the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. If you want to give us a call here today, phone lines are open, toll free, 844-411-5411. You can send your text messages to 425 425- Seven eight zero seven five six six. Did you watch NXT or Lucha Underground last night? Love your comments on that. 
We talk about tonight on the Brian and Vinny show, both of those shows. I am also looking, by the way, I'm also looking for some feedback. Because last week, we were talking about Lucha Underground is almost over. There's a few weeks left, and then it's done. Maybe forever. We don't know. But it's certainly looking that way. So when it's over, like we're going to have a slot open on the Thursday Brian and Vinny show. Now, I was going to fill that slot with Ring of Honor. But after announcing that, got a lot of people saying, like, there's nothing wrong with the Ring of Honor TV, but it's just a television show. It's just an hour. It's not very exciting. In fact, sometimes it's boring. So how about you review this or this or this or this or this or this or this? So if you have a suggestion, not Ring of Honor, or you can even suggest Ring of Honor. If you want to see Ring of Honor, let me know that as well. But if you have a suggestion, let me know, and I will take it into consideration. My only request is it must be something current. We do retro shows on Sunday. We do retro shows on Tuesday. Thursday is going to be NXT and something else that's current. So if you've got a suggestion, Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. Trying to Brian limit Alvarez. those possibilities of doing impact reviews, eh? I'm not doing impact, okay? <laughs> I'm not. Or Thunder. From the fairgrounds? You don't want to? No. There's no retro on Thursday. You hear me? It's going to be all oh. current stuff. All that all that production fun to look at on a Thursday from watching Nitro or watching Thunder? Mike, Nitro is killing me. I know. Okay? I can't watch Impact. I can't watch I can't Thunder. believe you're doing all this over again. I mean, honest to God, when you watch... Dude, it's like it's the like, most popular show we do on the website. It kills me. Like, some of the stuff from the 80s, like, uh, you'll review it and I'll hear it. And it's like, I can put myself right back in that time. And those moments, like with Paul Jones or whoever it is, and think, man, yeah, I remember sitting there watching this and getting all into it. And then you'll you'll talk about the Nitros, and it's like, or the Raws even. And boy, do you remember that sometimes hindsight is... Uh, <laughs> Hindsight with twenty twenty eyes is yeah. Then I then I deal with a bunch of geeks on the internet that talk about oh my god the attitude era was so awesome like what's wrong with you Brian it was so great yeah I mean pretend like yeah fall brawl was so great yeah Dave gave it minus four stars because of how great it was yeah and man uh, you know WCW went out of business because it was great not because it sucked there were great moments there were great times it's just like the 80s it's just like any other era we talk about this when it comes to promos all the time man promos were better back in the day no they weren't well some of them were <laughs> some of them were some of them some were of them and were. some of them were worse we had to go through some hell to get to those promos because it was a different era and how guys did things and Again, too, so some of these things that we look back, and we'll do this today as well, too. I mean, when people look back at the early 2000s, I mean, in some ways, it's even worse than looking back on the Attitude Era because at least the Attitude Era, you had a, a grand number of successes, a number of big moments, and a number of things that kind of transcended wrestling. In the early 2000s, what you had was a watered-down version of that, a lot of mean-spiritedness. When you look at HLA and some of the other things that they did before they ended up shaking up to get to the era where and now I know a lot of people, if people go back and look at how even this show and go back and listen to how people responded to John Cena and responded to the move to the Attitude Era and responded to things being quote unquote slowed down and stuff like that. It's amazing because I think we're in a far better spot now in many ways than we were. Than well, we, we were the until the end of SmackDown. Years. Well, that's... We just went back to the 90s all of a sudden. It's Vince. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's going on? This is Jim from Virginia. Yes, Jim. Um, I sent you the link for uh, the anniversary show for CMLL this uh, weekend. I think it's $15 to to watch the uh, 84th anniversary show. Something like that, yeah. Because uh, I'm, I'm, there's one match on there. It's not been. It's kind of confusing to me. They've been feuding the two girls, uh, Princess Suge and Zeus, over the mask for like the last month or so. And both of them have unmasked several times in tag team matches. And this is supposed to be the the one big match where the, one of them actually loses the mask for good. But why would you have them already unmasking before the big uh, Jim? I, Jim, show? I asked Doctor Lucha about that on Monday for you, right after you called. The, the reason why is so they can really drive home the fact that these two women 
hate each other's guts to the point where, yeah, the match is coming up, but I want to try to embarrass you to to show your rear by showing your face and, and completely, you know, ruin you by doing this. And wait, that's... wait, 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 hold on, hold on. So, so what's going on? Like, they always do this before a mask match. They unmask each yes. other in the matches prior. Are you talking like, is this somehow different? Like they're showing their faces or, or what? Well, they've done a lot more of it, and I think, I don't know, maybe it just, it doesn't seem like there's anything really out of the ordinary in this. It's just that it's happened a lot. Yeah, this is, this is the build for every mask match there's ever been. I mean, if it were a hair match, I mean, at least not so much in Mexico, but in this country, like a guy will cut some of the other guy's hair off first to build the hair match. It's just well, they what they really do. They've been building up the feud part and the hatred for one another. They've had some, the tag team matches have been, you, you had a lot of heat in it, you know. And, yeah, but look uh, at how much you I, want to see it now, Jim. It's working. Oh, yeah. I they got gotcha. you. I have wanted to, because I don't, uh, I don't, I don't deny that. I just, uh, you know, I've, I've always been for Zeus myself, you know, uh, I've always been one for the heels and I hope she does get the mask off of, uh, uh, Princess Suge. One other thing, um, you remember the late wrestler Larry Cameron? Yes. Okay. How big of a, a star do you think he would have been if he hadn't died in the ring like he did? Oh, man, who knows? He, see, I got, I got a little kid eyes thinking about this, you know, because I saw him in the AWA is where he really got a, some TV time at that time. I think maybe Global and some other places, too, if he even lasted that long. I think he did. Um, but he, I mean, he looked like it. If I recall correctly, though, he was short. He had a pretty decent promo, but I have a feeling, I don't know if he would have transcended again. I'm looking at this, you know, back through a lot of eyes. It's not like go back and watch tape on Larry Cameron or anything like that. But I just remember he was just a big dude, uh, who was a decent promo who I, who probably honestly would have gotten lost in the mix. Probably would have been a big star in the dying days of your AWAs and places that were, you know, as the, the industry was changing, uh, and he probably would have been big in Puerto Rico and places like that as well, too. He did tour in Puerto Rico and obviously in Europe and stuff like that. So not real sure, but uh, unfortunately, we'll never know. All right, let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's going on? This is Ishmael in Virginia. Yes, Ishmael. A um, couple things. First thing was um, I wasn't really sure what why Dave was so sure that uh, Vince McMahon used a blade. He wasn't. Uh, from what I from, from what I, what's that? Well, he wasn't. He said that he talked to a lot of older wrestlers to ask, like, is there a way to do this to guarantee blood? And this was one of the suggestions. But we don't know what happened. He may have just been, he could have just been headbutted as hard as he could. And the idea yeah. was, if I don't get busted open, then get on the ground and pull your knuckle out and bust me open. Or I mean, who knows what his plan kick, was. Yeah. yeah, it could have been anything. Because from what I saw, because the camera zoomed in on Vince right when he hit the ground. And you could actually see, like, the dots of blood, like, in a perfect circle forming right where Kevin's head smashed into his. So I was pretty sure that was as hard a way to get. That was, like, pretty much, like, the most disgusting thing I've seen in a long time. And I am oh, <laughs> consider myself a hardcore wrestling fan, so I don't know what a casual fan would think of it. I don't know who they're trying to cater to with that. But regardless, my question was um, regarding WWE uh, is going to be doing some shows in India that are going to involve Jinder Mahal. Do you think... When they see the gate numbers they get for this, like the attendance to the revenue they generate, do you think that maybe will sort of garner some, hey, wait a minute, we had 12,000 people here and we only made XYZ money from the show. Do you think that would maybe generate some no. at least awareness? Because it's, like it's not like they've never gone to Indian toured and sold tickets. Like they know, they know how much money there is to be made there. So, And, and they're not, I mean... Like, the idea that nobody in India has any money, that's not true. I mean, it's, like, I don't even know, like, the point of this is, there are people in India with money. There's a significant number without money, and they're not going to the areas where there's no money. So, so that, uh, you know, that's not really, I mean, they're going to do fine at the show is my point. But it's not indicative of India as a whole is what I'm trying to say. Well, no, I'm just saying from the perspective of, like, when it comes to different sporting events, and if you look at the numbers for even popular sporting events that are like cricket and other things like that, I mean, the numbers that they generate from, like, the profits, they're not through the roof because 
of course, there are people in India, you know, with money. There's hundreds. I, I previously called in with the statistics from, you know, a credit firm that was showing the number of people that were middle class by Western standards versus the standards used in India. And, of course, there's people with wealth in India. But, you know, of course, the incredibly overwhelming majority live on amounts of money that, you know, you're right. Western culture. But yeah, you know. but you got to look at how they're looking at it. They're looking at it like, okay, we got X number of hundreds of millions of social media accounts that are following us in this country. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, most of them have no money. But if there's 300 million social media accounts and we can get 0.01% of them to buy the network, we'll be rich. That's how they're looking yeah. at it. Not like we're going to yeah. get all these people in this whole country, all billion of them to buy the network. No, it's like, if we can get a small little smidgen of these, and I think the smidgen they're going to get is significantly smaller than the smidgen they think they're going to get. Listen, I want to thank you very much for the call. We have to head to a break. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. A trip in this town a few days ago. Girl, I see- Allergies. Pollen in the air. Dogs in the house. Mold in the basement. <laughs> Whatever triggers your allergy symptoms, it can really hold you back. Break through with Allegra 5-in-1 Relief. Allegra works fast, won't make you drowsy, provides 24-hour multi-symptom relief, and it's effective every day. Break through allergies with Allegra. Starts working in one hour, use only as directed. Guaranteed or your money back. Visit Allegra.com. If you are age 85 or younger... Call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800-508-5774. 800-508-5774. Call now. That's 800-508-5774. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home for a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. Call 800-587-4281. Call now. That's 800-587-4281. It's easy to get the timeless look of hardwood for your home with great flooring deals from Lumber Liquidators. This week, get 10 to 23% off all Dream Home X2O water-resistant laminate. Save big on Woodlook waterproof floors, like 47% off Prairie Oak Woodlook tile. Or choose solid, pre-finished hardwood, including exotic styles, and get discount prices from $2.99, plus more deals from $0.39 and special financing. Now is the time. Get to your local Lumber Liquidators today. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Phone lines open, 844-411-5411. Text messages, 425-780-7566. couple of news notes that will go to the texts. After being delayed due to Hurricane Irma... Ratings for this week's Raw are in. Despite the opening night of Monday Night Football on ESPN, ratings were essentially even from the previous week. They were also up over 8% from the same week in 2016. 
Show averaged 2.897 million viewers, down less than 1% from last week's average of 2.916 million. Now, we should note, by the way, that the last uh, week's show was the Labor Day edition, which was way down because it was Labor Day. So it's not like, it's not like, oh, it was the same as last week. That's great. No, it was the same as last week, which was down. So it's still good that it wasn't down that much going head-to-head with football, but... Raw second for the night on cable, opened with 3.022 million viewers in hour one, dropped to 2.987, fell all the way to 2.699 in hour three. The drop of 10.7% from hour two to three was a worse drop than usual. Did you see hour three? It was like they gave up on that hour. What do you expect? And then SmackDown, buoyed by the return of Vince McMahon, SmackDown, best viewership since April, fourth highest number of the year. This is actually very interesting. I'll, I'll finish the ratings, and I'll tell you why it's interesting. Show averaged 2.754 million viewers, second for the night on cable. SmackDown trailed Tucker Carlson tonight. SmackDown ratings up 7% from last week, and we're up almost 4% year over year. So that's all great. But you know what's amazing about that rating for SmackDown being up so much from last week and year to year? They did 4,000 fans in the building. That's horrible. So, people were willing to watch the show on TV, and they were excited about it, but they did not sell tickets to that show. It's bizarre. Well, I mean, and again, I don't want to... This isn't piling on. This is just a fact when you say uh, people didn't tune out or they they stuck with... This is as bad as it gets as far as WWE coming in, you know, to this year. August averaged a 2.22, which was the lowest August they've had going back to at least 1999 going into an NFL season and you go into an NFL season with a double header of games, which is far better than you've had to deal with in the last couple of years. And you are pretty much at almost the lowest point. You're at the lowest consistent point that you've ever been at. And while it is good to not lose ground on that, we have to, when we talk about the number was up or anything like that, unfortunately, again, it's playing Debbie Downer, but it's putting the asterisks on it to go, man, it, it's not, it, it, anytime it gets lower than this, we're talking about a historic loss. So nobody can really be happy that it's, you know, this is all just treading water right now, even though they're, they're small increases, it's still not good times. Person says, following the success stories of Oscar and Kyrie Sane, what's the update on Shirai officially coming to WWE after injury a few months ago? She's not coming. Ain't happening. Not happening. Let's no. go to the phones. You're on the air. What's up? Hey, Brian and Mike. This is Daniel from uh, North Carolina. Yes, Daniel. Uh, so I want to talk about the, the Vince angle. I, to me, I just remember hearing so many interviews where they'd book backwards. They'd have go from WrestleMania backwards. And I think this is just a sign of like, not knowing exactly what they're doing and somebody having a random idea to put something on TV when it might not affect anything else. The angle itself was, I, I'm not going to say it was good, but it, it was an attention grabber for sure. But you send your daughter out there to console her father, and 30 minutes later she's out giving a trophy, yeah. and there's no sympathy, there's no concern on her face. Why did they have to do that angle Tuesday night? They, they could have waited a week. Well. You know, or, or you don't send Stephanie and Hunter out there. You send uh, William Regal and um, Sarah Del Rey out there to, you know, congratulate the winners. And Daniel, you, you know, in another – you know, in another era, too, they would have explained a lot of this away. Well, Triple H is in a production truck getting ready for it. Or like They would explain away why these things were happening and certainly wouldn't have Stephanie run out in the way that she did where she just menaced Kevin and get back to the back and then slowly walk down in heels to check on Dad. I mean, and, my God, it was ridiculous. And, Mike, Mike, you hit on something yesterday that I think is, is so fascinating. Kevin Owens is 100% the heel in this scenario. But I, I'm a Kevin Owens fan, but he is the heel. He is playing heel in this scenario. Vincent Man is babyface. How many babyfaces bring up, well, if you sue me, I'm going to break you. That, and I'm still going to be a billionaire. This is typical. In the delivery of how it's done. Baby, it's, it's, they're not knowing what their babyfaces are, not knowing when your biggest babyface is a heel and when your biggest heel is a babyface. This is 100% what they're doing now. 
Well, yeah. you're right. I want to thank you very much for the call, but there's a couple of things to think about here. First off, you're right, except in their minds, in their minds, Kevin Owens is supposed to be such a diabolical heel that Vince McMahon threatening to sue him into bankruptcy is supposed to be like a babyface comment. But the way that they do wrestling nowadays, where, you know, the show opened with Kevin Owens and he's coming out there and he's doing comedy and you're supposed to be laughing at him and he's kind of a funny guy and you sort of like him, everything gets all screwed up as a result of that. Like, if you think about the person that you dislike most in this world, like, everybody imagine the person that they just absolutely, you cannot stand this person. Now imagine that they do something that is just so diabolical and they are confronted by the authority that says, man, I'm going to sue you into bankruptcy for that. You'd be cheering. But that's not the way it works because we don't feel that way about Kevin Owens. Because yep. Kevin Owens is doing comedy. He's he's doing funny things. You're laughing at him. It just, the psychology is screwed up. You're right. You're right about that. But it's not like that's something WWE hasn't always done where you would have like the spot throughout the show where he sees Aiden English and Aiden English sings, you know, the Kevin Owens show theme or whatever it is. I think it's more in how Vince and how they believe that the public perceives them where it was like Vince is going to be act like Mr. McMahon and then that's and him firing back and people are going to fall all over it where it's like no you started to create some sympathy for kevin owens not even sympathy directly for him but a scenario where i don't really want to see you in either you had to remind me that i'm poor you had to remind me that you could sue him into obscurity you had to remind him that you know you only suspended your son because he's kind of a wuss and he didn't beat you up further and it's like it, it was so cartoonish in some ways and so Vince in some ways that I think in some ways that over-the-top performance took away from the teeth of, of Owens. Now, in the grand scheme of things, I don't know if people are going to remember it that way, but I think that's also how it came off a little bit on Tuesday night. There's also everything you ever wanted to know about Triple H and Vince McMahon and each of them running their own shows was all it was all over this show right here. This women's May Young classic that was going to air after SmackDown, Hunter had his ideas about it, and then Vince comes in and he has his own ideas for the show, and we end up getting what we got. Like, there's no way that that Vince McMahon angle should have occurred a half hour before Hunter and Stephanie are going out there to present nope. the trophy to the winner. But Vince decided he wanted to do his angle, how how far in advance do we know that this stupid May Young Classic finale was going to be on this day? Months! Because I've been complaining for months about the idea of the binge-watching. Let's drop all the episodes and, and demand you watch eight episodes in two weeks because you got to watch the live finale. Why can't we? Remember, I kept asking, why can't we move the finale? Why can't we move the They wanted to do it in Vegas, and they bought tickets for everybody to go to Vegas, and so they were going to do it. We've known forever. How long did they announce in advance that Vince was going to be in Vegas? A week. Vince decided that he was going to saunter in there, and he was going to do his angle, and he didn't care if it screwed up the Mae Young Classic or took heat off the Mae Young Classic or had people only talking about him. He didn't care. He had his angle he wanted to do. And so Hunter and Stephanie were going to do their deal for the Mae Young Classic. Like, I know in theory Stephanie shouldn't have been out there handing the trophy, but we all know what this is all about. We all know what Stephanie's legacy is going to be. She made women's wrestling in the United States into something big. She created the women's revolution. She's got to be out there for her photo op, giving the trophy to the winner. It doesn't matter if it screws up the other storyline. It's two sides butting heads to get everything they want done on a single day. Literally. And it made the thing ridiculous. <laughs> Literally butting heads. Well, and, and I, people would go, well, why couldn't you do this next week? Well, I, I He didn't don't want know. to. He wanted to do it this evening. That's that's the point is because he, he just didn't want to. and He didn't want to abide by the rules of no juice. He didn't want to abide by the rules of no stiff headbutts. He didn't want to abide by any rules. He's Vince McMahon. He doesn't have to abide by the rules. And he wanted the whole world to know, including his family, that I'm in charge. Yeah. And whatever I want to do is what I'm going to do, and that's just the end of the story. So deal with it. Certainly feels like it, doesn't it? It doesn't feel like it. It's what happened. <laughs>
All right, this person here says, man, we got a lot of tweets here as well. I'll get into those in a second. This person says, how does Vince's forehead get cut in such a fashion without a blade job? It's it's Jim. He's got a picture here. Well. Which for some reason I can't retweet. I mean, listen. Uh, here, listen. I've watched a million MMA fights where a guy's head gets split open in a straight line. Doesn't mean it was a blade job. I mean, cuts are weird. They are what they are. No, in fact, that happens mostly when you get a headbutt. You get a it's, you get a line cut or you get a a vertical cut. I mean, here's a here's a disgusting thought. If anybody wants to go back and watch it, which was the Fedor fight where he had basically they basically and they're like holding it open, the cut open on the uh, the screen. I can't remember what it was. It was so when Pride was existing, but I mean, most of the time when you see headbutts. Which is the other reason I think people are paying, you know, a little bit into. Well, did he, you know, did did he etch a circle or did what? What did they do there? Was because you usually see a a violent line and you see a lot of blood right away. But it, again, it doesn't matter either way. A connection was made on that headbutt, and anything with blood takes a backseat to the fact that that was so stupid. This person says it's Sammy. My main point was especially if you're going to pre-cut yourself, there's no need for a dangerous level headbutt to get the same effect. And Kevin laying it in was very dumb of Vince. He asked him to go that stiff either way. This is why I'm skeptical of the whole... Maybe, listen, maybe he did pre-cut himself, okay? But if you watch the headbutt in slow motion, Kevin Owens rammed his head into this guy's head so hard. Do you know what the point of pre-cutting yourself is? So you don't have to whack yourself in the head to bust yourself open. So it's already hard, open. <laughs> you barely have to touch the guy. It opens up again. That's the whole point. So... You're telling me that, oh, well, it's, you know, I'm going to pre-cut myself, but then make sure you headbutt me as hard as humanly possible just to make sure this thing opens up. Because that's what happened. Well, that's the whole thing, too, with adrenaline and everything else. It's not like, I mean, <laughs> you can work a headbutt, but it's like, okay, you're going to hit me with this headbutt. I mean, there's there's variables at play as you're clonking heads. You know, is anybody a pro at laying in a soft headbutt? So it's like even, I mean, whether he pre-cut it or whether he didn't pre-cut it, you know, the connection was going to be made. You can't control that really anyway. Spurson's, or the results of what could happen afterwards. Spurson says, I wonder what Daniel Bryan was thinking when he saw the headbutt to Vince. Probably not too happy about it. Is Vince going to see Maroon now? No, of course Vince isn't going to see Maroon. In fact, the whole storyline on WWE.com was he refused medical attention. That's what they wrote on WWE.com. He refused medical attention. Because he can Bryan, do whatever he wants. Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. Maybe somebody can hold out hope for that. Vince, no. Vince will let Daniel Bryan back now because of this. Absolutely. What Daniel Bryan is singing is, I can't wait to go to New Japan next summer. Back in a moment. <laughs> Wrestling Observer Live. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 15- hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a fifteen hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath your aches and pains can be washed away call right now for a risk-free quote 800-552-6851 800-552-6851 that's 800-552-6851 Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. 
travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Should note here, somebody has pointed out that Cole Fish and O'Reilly, their team name is Undisputed, not Undisputed Era. Thank God. The shirt says Undisputed Era because it is the era of the Undisputed. I'll take that. So there you go. They're called Actually, Undisputed is an awesome name and probably could make for some awesome merch, so good for them. Daniel Bryan actually tweeted on Owens headbutting Vince. He wrote, quote, sweet headbutt, poor decision. <laughs> he would know. That could be real life and storyline. <laughs> really? right yes, there. they're the best ones. Where it says, bring back impact with the GFW network or New oh, Japan stop. on Access. If New Japan on Access was, like, current week-to-week, yeah. I'd do it. But it's a little too far behind still. Why don't you take a hodgepodge of happy things? You watch an indie show here, you watch this here, you watch that there. Mix it up. I'll think about it. I don't want people going, well, da 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 which they always do. Well. First says, Bobby Roode's been off TV lately to train for his appearance on Global Force this weekend. Oh, are they doing one of those retro pay-per-views? Oh, my God, yeah, EC3 with the, the eye-roll tweet after Impact put it out there. Bobby Roode and Jeff Jarrett jawing over Bobby Roode wanting his shot at the GFW title. Yeah, all on pay-per-view this weekend. Wow. I bet you don't know what happens. That sounds exciting. Oh, <laughs> uh, By the way, we haven't even mentioned John Jones. I've teased it for two days. We haven't talked about it. <laughs> his B-sample failed. About it. I know you're shocked. And Daniel Cormier is a champion again. We'll try to talk about this more tomorrow. I'm sure Dave will. We may have Dave on tomorrow. I'm not sure exactly what the schedule is, but one way or the other, New Observer Radio's up, New Observer Newsletter's up. I'll be back later on tonight with Vinny. Lots of stuff coming up, so check it out. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, everybody in the studio, we're here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. At a time, we'll talk to you again next time, Wrestling Observer Live. Wrestling Observer Live.